stand up. Some of y'all got tired in the middle. Honor the King of Kings. The Lord of Lords. We honor you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your presence. We welcome you in this place. Lord, we thank you. All that we need is in you. Jesus, you are the answer. And you meet every need. We thank you for it, dear Father. We worship you. We exalt you. We honor you today. will, Father. May it be done in this place. All that's in your heart. Lord, may it be brought forth in this place. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. One more time, lift your hands. Worship the Lord. Open your heart. Open your lips, your mouth. Bless your holy name, Lord. Come on, lift your hands with me. Lift your hands in the presence of God. All you young people, lift your hands like this, just like this. Watch that I lift my hands. Come on, lift your hands with me. It's called surrender. We surrender to Jesus. We open our hearts to Jesus. Come on, that's why you're here, right? That's why we're here. We're here for Jesus. Give him your heart today. Surrender your life again. Ask him to fill you up. We're hungry and we're thirsty, Father. We thank you for filling our lives. Fill us, dear Father. In the name of Jesus, every hungry heart, every yielded life, Father, thank you that you touch. You meet us in this place. Precious Jesus, glorious King Jesus, mighty God, mighty to save, mighty to deliver set free. Nothing's impossible for those who believe. Father, we put our trust in you. We trust in Jesus. We trust in your word. The wonderful Holy Spirit. We look to you, dear Father. And we thank you that you have your way will is being done in each of our lives. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. You take your seats. We have a very exciting announcement today. The, the long-awaited release of Decox's
production. And so we're going to pray over this project. And he brought some CDs with him, so you could be one of the first ones to buy one. I'm going to buy the first copy. He says that they only go for 100 rupees. I think we should sell for 500 rupees. But, you know, it's up to you how much you want to pay, I guess. At least 100. So these are available. I think he brought about 20 of them with, with him. But uh, this is music from the heart of God. Straight from heaven. Amen. So you may want to get one of these for yourself. Or get one for someone else. And you know it will be a blessing. Amen. So let's just thank God for this project. Pray that many lives will be touched to this music. Amen. Do you believe that too? Hallelujah. Y'all alive today? You're, you're begging. What? You're going to say something? Yes. Grab one of these bigger microphones right here. Y'all sounds like you're trying to sleep during worship.
पड़ी मैं आप बिन्ती करें वहाँ के तुरा बुझा चाहूँ तिंदी हाई अभी तिकास का फायदा छोसम जी एलबम निले मैं घाटा नहीं जो मैं खर्च करें संपूर्ण रूप से मैं आमदानी नहीं खाली फीस को सेवा हो यह कंडीसन दिवक मैं एक्टा वरदान हो ये जिम्मा हो समझे मत मैं अगर बढ़ाने चेष्टा मेरा वरदान ने मैं कंडीसन दिखे जिम्मा ने मंडली मंडली में आशीष पुग्न पर्च भेतु ने मैं ये बना इसी तेवा को काम कर दिन रही कम से कम हाई तबा कपी से कि लाने एटा कपी सीट एक सौ रुपये हाई यहाँ हाई अभी भन्न पर्दा यह कमती पैसा हो एक सौ रुपये तब गीत को खर्च हेन पे एवरेज चार हजार होवरेज तो कमती में एवट गीत में बताइए तर तब नौवटा गीत को मैं तब एक सौ रुपये मात्र दिखे अव रुपया भाग कर एक सौ रुपये में तब गीत को मैं एगार कि बाहर रुपये मत दिन अब समझिह अब समझिहस ये साल सजिल बनाई देखे कारण मेरे घर में टीवी छेन भन्नोस्ट को मैं टीवी छेन भाँदन तर ए आशीष को रूप में सेवा पुराने काम करी धन्यवाद जिससे मैं हेल्प करी पास में माइक में जोड़ दी मैं ठूल सरप्राइज दिव मेरे बर्थडे आँथे अस यहाँ मैम हो सरप्राइज बर्थडे अरे होने बर्थडे हाई अभी मेरे ठूल सेवा पुगे वहाँ भाथ्य भिड़ कि मेरे मैसेज के मैं सरप्राइज के चाहिए अभी वहाँ में धीरे धीरे धन्यवाद जिससे ये कुछ में वहाँ आपको प्रार्थना मात्र है आपको मूर्ति भी शरीर दिन भाई मप्रति रमेश्वर में धीरे धन्यवाद दूँ अश्वास कि यह संगीत ने प्रशस्त आराधना को यह संगाल मंडली ने
And let the ring be a reminder to you of God's promise to you. That he promises to hold you, never let go. Amen. So we have rings. If you're going to wear a promise ring today, then I want you to stand. Is that okay? Yeah. It represents God's promise to you. So are they already wearing their ring?
But before that, it talks about the blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Okay, so the blood comes first. And you need to share your testimony in light of the blood of Jesus. Because sometimes what people do is they talk about their old life. And they make their testimony about everything that happened before Jesus. Okay, but your testimony is only valid because of the blood of Jesus. Blood of the Lamb. First, and the word of your testimony. So the power of your testimony comes from the power of Christ's blood. What has the blood of Jesus done for you? And emphasize that. The testimony. That's what we need to talk about. That's what we need to celebrate. And if you'll do that, you'll be an overcomer. Okay, so keep that in mind. In the next few weeks, many of you are going to be sharing your testimony. It's going to be awesome to hear many of your stories. But don't testify without the blood. Make mention of the blood of Jesus. And that just means what has God done in your life? What difference has Jesus made for you? Don't just talk about your old life. Talk about your new life in Christ. Remember, it's all about Jesus. Amen? All right, well, we got a few testimonies from some of the youth. And uh, we recorded these when we were at that uh, little, little purity camp we did a couple weeks ago. So I think there's about seven little, little short little clips. You can watch this and enjoy.
Amen. I testify. Hallelujah. Let Gino test him. Yeah, he didn't have peace before. opportunity to do that next week. And just boast on what God has done. Make your boast in the Lord. Celebrate his work in your life. Share your story. The world needs to hear it. You know, the church is supposed to be kind of training grounds where you can become more comfortable sharing your story. But really, our prayer is that you would share it outside the church. Amen. If you remember, we've been looking at the life of the Apostle Paul. He had a powerful testimony. And we find him sharing his story again and again and again in the Bible. As we look at his life, we see there's two parts of his story. One part is before he met Jesus. is after he met Jesus. You know, he was Saul, then he became Paul. While he was still Saul, he had developed a very strict lifestyle. There were some very specific things that he did, he practiced. While he was still Saul. We know he was a Pharisee. Okay, that means he was a very religious person. Very strict in his devotion. Paul says about himself. He said, I was circumcised the eighth day. Okay, that was that was according to the law. He, he says, I'm of the stock of Israel. 
of the tribe of Benjamin. A Hebrew of the Hebrews. Concerning the law. A Pharisee. Okay, he, he says, you know, if anybody was a practice, if anybody practiced this religion, it was me. Hardcore. Amen. Very strict. As in his devotion to the law of Moses. He continues in verse 6. He says, Concerning zeal, I persecuted the church. Concerning the righteousness which is in the law, I was blameless. Okay. He might have been the most fanatical guy in town. You know, I mean, if you looked in the dictionary and you found for the word zealous. And then you might find the Apostle Paul's picture. He was zealous for the law. For his religion. Maybe more than anybody else in the city. So understand this about Paul. There, there were these strict laws that he had to follow. Many traditions, many customs that he had to follow. And he was born into this religion. He grew up in this religion. And he had this rich history and this rich culture that he felt like he had to protect. He was proud to protect his culture. Sounds like a lot of people in England. There's people like this in Sikh. They have this culture, these traditions, they feel like they have to protect them. People are people have been born into these religions. They grow up in these religions. And then they become religious. Another big part of Paul's life as a follower of the religion called Judaism there were certain things he would never dream of doing. Like never. Say never. Never. 
Say never again. Never say never. There were things he, he would have never dreamed of doing. Because of his religion. Never say never. Okay, because the thing that he never would have done later we're going to see God tell him to do. Alright, remember what happened on the road to Damascus. He had been arrested by the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember that? Jesus apprehended him. Jesus knocked him to the ground. Jesus arrested Paul. And he was about to lead him into a brand new life. what God does. He grabs hold of our life and he leads us into a brand new life. And this is a life that Paul never would have chosen for himself. I mean, if you had asked Paul, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? He would have told you. But he never would have chosen this. You know, maybe you have some idea for your life. And that's good. Make sure the dream comes from God. With him in our life. ourselves doing something we never would have dreamed. When Saul encountered Jesus, his life changed. He got a new name. He became Paul. It's all part of his story. Now, I want to show you something else that Jesus said. And it reveals more of God's eternal purpose for Paul. Acts chapter 9, verse 16. This is what the Lord told Ananias. He was the one sent to minister to the newly converted Paul. The Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine. That's talking about Paul now. He'll bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. I want you to notice this order here. Okay, this is important. This is what Paul was being called to do. He was being called to preach. 
called to be a witness for Jesus. Jesus was going to send him. Number one, to Gentiles. Number two, Number three, the children of Israel. That all sounds great, right? Okay, but the only problem for Paul is he is a strict Pharisee. He is devoted to Judaism. He cannot associate with Gentiles. He's not supposed to eat with Gentiles. He's not, they're not even supposed to be coming into his house. And this is what God's calling him to do. To go, number one, to the Gentiles. The very people that he would have no dealings with. And Paul would have wanted nothing to do with Gentiles. He never would have dreamed to be the apostle to the Gentiles. To go to Israel, that's fine. Maybe stand before kings, okay. But number one, Jesus is going to send you to the Gentiles. No wonder he couldn't eat or drink for three days. After he met Jesus, and he began to understand what God was calling him to do, there's no doubt Part of him did not want to do it. Okay, but Jesus is going to send him now and, and totally change the direction of his life. And we just have to be open to that. I've known people, they're going one direction. God wants them to go in a totally different direction. God wants to give them a new dream, a new vision for their life. And, and you can fight against God all you want to. But it's not going to go well for any individual. Okay, this is what happens. When we become a prisoner of the Lord, He may lead us where we never would have imagined. And now, after meeting Jesus, after knowing the truth, there's only one real option. Okay, if you know Jesus, you know the truth. And there's really only one 
talking to you. That is God's will. Paul would have to surrender to that. At this time now, Paul's dry. He hasn't eaten or drunk anything for three days. And there's only one way for him to get his vision back. He'd lost his vision because he was going in the wrong direction. Okay, but now God is sending this man, Ananias, a Gentile man, a man that he would have nothing to do with as a Pharisee. Through him, God's going to give Paul a new vision. And the next time, Paul will be able to open his eyes and see. He'd be looking in the eyes of a man that he would have hated just days before. a radical transformation. Totally different now. And this is the kind of change and transformation God brings into our lives. I know one preacher. He always said there's two things I'll never do. He says, I'll never have children, and I'll never pastor a church. He always says, like, it's been some years now, he says, well, now I have a nine-year-old daughter, and I pastor a church. But he never would have dreamed it. It's a thing that he didn't want. But God will change our hearts. God will give us new desires. God will change the direction of our lives. Skip down to verse 17. Right here in Acts chapter 9. Ananias went his way, entered the house, laid his hands on Paul and said, Brother, Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as he came and sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus. This is his 
sword. This became his testimony. From this moment forward, Paul was a brand new person. He became a new creature in Christ. He was brand new with a new vision for his life. With a new zeal. Now it was from God. You know, God wants to give you a mission. Every one of us. God wants to give us a mission. And everybody's living for something. But you know, it's only one thing really worth living for. Jesus. So this is Paul's testimony. And he would share his story again and again and again throughout his life. Your story. What's your story? And that, that's what this is all about. The reason we are talking about Paul's story is to encourage you to find your story. Follow the example of Paul and testify of what God's done in your life. Boldly proclaim the great things that God has done through you. Every one of you has your own story. And your story is part of God's story. You know, the Bible even tells us what God's testimony is. Did you know that God has a testimony? And God would not tell you to share your testimony if he was not willing to share his testimony. Your story is part of his story. Uh, we're going to close. I'm going to show you God's testimony. It's found in the book of 1 John. If you have a Bible, I want you to open it to 1 John. If you don't have a Bible, you might have some extras. I don't know if they're back there. Yeah, we have a few. If you need a Bible, raise your hand. We'll give you a Bible. Everybody should have a Bible. 1 John chapter 5. We'll start in verse 9. Since we believe human testimony, surely we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God. And God has testified about His Son. Alright, so now, as great as a human testimony is, There's a greater testimony. It's the testimony that God has made about His Son. 
testimony is great. Because his testimony is great. Verse 10. All who believe in the Son of God know in their hearts that this testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe what God has testified about his Son. His son. 
Whoever has Jesus has life. If you don't have Jesus, you're dead on the inside. And there's only one way to come back to life. You can be resurrected if you'll put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. He rose from the dead. He lives forevermore. There's life in the Son. And if you'll put your faith in Him, then you have life too. So maybe you're here and you've never given your life to Jesus. You can do it today. We'll pray for you. We'll help you. This is why the church is here. To bring people to Jesus. To help people know Jesus. To help people start their life with Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Amen. You can stand with me. In a moment, I'll call the youth, and especially those that are going to wear this promise ring today. But before we call the youth, if you're here and you don't know Jesus, and you want to know Jesus, you want to start living for Jesus, if you've never done that before, Begin today. There's only one thing that you have to do. That is to believe. The Bible says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. If you've never called upon the name of Jesus, if you'd like to put your faith in Him today, raise your hand done that before. You're going to have to be bold. You're going to have to make a choice. If you've never given your life to Jesus and you want to, raise your hand with me. You're saying, yes, I want that. I want Jesus. I want the life of God. So I guess all these young people, you've all given your life to Jesus. All of you, you already gave your life to Jesus. Some people are waiting. They think they can wait till tomorrow or wait till next year or something. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. And you ought not wait another moment. Give your life to Jesus today. What are you waiting for? Whoever has the Son has life. Okay, without Jesus, you're like a dead man walking. Jesus is life. And there's no other life outside of Him. All right, I'll give you one more chance. If you want to give your life to Jesus, your hand. 
like this, not that difficult. Raise your hand. I'm kind of hard thought. I want to give my life to Jesus. Okay, if you've already given your life to Jesus, raise your hand. You've already given your life to Jesus. Come on, raise it high like you really believe you've given your life to Jesus. Now, if you aren't raising your hand, then I'm talking to you. Some of you, you're the only ones not raising your hand. And I don't know what you think you're waiting for. But I'm telling you, today is the day. We'll talk to some more ladies. Now, if you're going to if you're doing the promise ring today, you can come forward. And we've got some extra rings for those if you don't have one. And so that's for Salome. Are you going to do this? Come on, we got a ring for you. And we've got a ring for this brother here. Was anybody wants to wait for Sweta or somebody else? lead you guys in a confession when uh, when when you get married usually you you, you uh, share your vows so it's a it's a confession that you make and so just remember this ring is not about your promise to God, but it's about God's promise to you. It's a, it's a promise ring. God's promise to you. What is it? I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always. Nothing can separate you from my love. Even if you fail. God never fails. And so you respond to his promise. And your response is to commit your life to the Lord Jesus. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, you'll live a devoted life. Amen? So, you want to just give us a ring? Thank you, Jesus.
some of them have done this in the past. Just renew your devotion to the Lord. Father, thank you for the wonderful help of the Holy Spirit. Lord, that each of these young people walk in purity. Help them, Father. Protect them, Lord. Thank you that your presence surrounds them. Your blessing rests upon their lives. May they always remember, Father, your, your promises, your love. You love each of them dearly. Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Give him a hand.